what I was gonna uh, I was gonna comment. You being in uh, you being in Montana, I'm I'm a little jealous. Man, it's- yeah. Schwartzy, we're live. We're live on the deal, Schwartzy. Uh, we got a guest today. We're hearing talking. That's and, right. Uh, Ryan Motes, welcome aboard, my friend. Thanks, Wilson. Thanks, Kerry. Thank you guys for having me. You bet. Oh, well, uh, known known we known you a long time, Ryan. Back when I used to try to rope rope steers and all that, and and uh, you're fresh out of California. Is that one? That, did you you grew up in California, didn't you? Man, I I lived in California till I was like nine. I lived in Texas. Uh, oh, I lived. I grew up uh, kind of middle school and stuff right there and right there in Weatherford. Uh, oh, went, went to school in a little town, uh, little town Garner, right there out in the middle of nowhere, uh, west of Weatherford. And yeah, I graduated from Millsap. So, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I've been down there that. a while. We didn't start there, oh, but I got You're there Texan, quick, I got there quicker than most people. Yes, <laughs> you did. You, you, you were the movement. You swear, you're the movement that created California and Texas, huh? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Well, it's it's all good. I am. Um, you know, I've I'd heard about your dad forever and ever, and watched him on TV and all that at the finals, and and uh, so, so everybody doesn't know Ryan's professional team roper. Been going at it for a long, long time. How many times you made the finals, Ryan? I've made the finals five, yeah. Five times. That's cool, man. That's that's a cool thing. We'll probably have some questions about probably have some questions about how what it takes to get there and the character and the work ethic and all that. Carrie and I, we live in a world where uh, we we try to excel to the best of our abilities, and everybody thinks you just wake up and they say you're so talented, you're so talented. <laughs> well. The hell with talent. <laughs> yeah, it's but, about, about like anything, I think. Uh, if you want to be top, it doesn't matter whether you're talking about, like you said, making saddles or, or bits or roping. You know, uh, talent talent can take you so far, but the work ethic, you know, at, at a certain spot, uh, everybody's everybody that is, is talented and uh, certain people put the work into it, and I think that's what makes them great. So it dang sure to be great like you guys. I mean – in any business, you know, the time and the effort put into it, thanks sure sets you apart. Totally agree. Schwartz, I'm going to do my best to let you talk this time. So <laughs> he, Ryan, he doesn't talk. He, if he, he'll pause before he talks and think about what it thinks about what he's going to say. So he usually says intelligent things not And so I'm going to let you talk. Well, I imagine if he's on, <laughs> if he's on this podcast with you, he doesn't get much time to talk. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> well, I'm I I talk a lot slower than most people, so that and then I, and then you throw a little bit of internet delay in on the deal, and I'm in real trouble. So, but uh, you, you wouldn't be. You just picked a bad partner, and he picked me, Ryan. He asked me. It's his he fault did. on this thing. Yeah, he had limit, limited limited yeah. options, or. Yes, he did. He totally did. <laughs> I guess. It was a spur of the moment question. And so I blame you for saying yes. If you'd have said no, we wouldn't be talking here today to Ryan. So <laughs> see the so there. There you go. That's right. That's right. So Carrie lives close to uh to Cleo's mom, right? Carrie, how far are you from, from her? Oh, she's I lives right here in town. I I don't know her personally. I know of her and stuff, but she's she's uh 
She's a good gal. She's lived here for quite a while. So. <laughs> yeah, Cleo. I've never. I know Cleo special. comes for visits occasionally, but I don't. I have never met him. Cleo's a good dude. He's dang sure, dang sure a legend, and uh, you know, one of my heroes. One of ever. I think he's. I think he's everybody's hero. Uh, yeah. He's kind of done this. Uh, you know, he's he's great. You know, he's done it all. Done it all. The movies, the cowboys, the cowboy in the uh you know obviously he's been one of the greatest all-around hands and uh you know probably the greatest healer we've we've ever seen that's crazy watching him heal and i'm he always took such a businessman approach to his roping and and what all he did and it was it was it was fun for me to see i didn't understand it well enough and when i started roping with shot he started telling me about cleo and I, and i got to watch him at the pro rodeos, he was always real businessman about it, and he caught, and you had to beat him, and nobody could, right? I watched him go off at two amateur rodeos one time, and I had no idea he could do all that. I mean, I'm sure he could, but it was crazy watching go. Shot looked at me and said, see, I told you. Yeah, like, yeah, cow. exactly. No, I mean, he's, like I said, he's the greatest. He's who we all tried to emulate and copy, and, uh, you know, it just, I mean, his business side of it as far as, you know, he never – never showed his emotions, never, never threw fits in the arena and stuff like that. You know, just the way he handled himself. Uh, I mean, he handled himself, you know, like, like we all should, I guess. Yeah. Like we should. Well, Kerry, I'll tell you if Cleo won the world by roping a steer, he'd coil his rope up and walk out the back of the arena with basically not much emotion. And if he, if he missed him to win the world, he would do the exact same thing. You couldn't, it was just Cleo is Cleo and stayed the same. Don't let, what was I heard him say one time? Don't let, don't get too high with the highs or too low with the lows. Yeah. Yeah. Moved on with it. That sums it up pretty That's good cool. right there. It does. Well, so where are you at now? Where, uh, where we are at? in Helena, Montana. So, uh, we're, we're up North for the summer. Uh, yeah. We're up at Helena tonight. We're up to uh, Joseph, Oregon, kind of, this week was kind of, we went Cheyenne, Salt Lake, uh, Joseph, Oregon, and uh, we went to Preston, Idaho last night, and then uh, we were up at Helena, Montana tonight, so kind of, we're on the northern route, uh, kind of, seems like uh, the rodeos up north get bigger, obviously, their, their summer's bigger rodeo season up here, so we're up north, there's not nearly as much uh, going on in Texas, so kind of nice uh one of the nice things about what we get to do is uh, we get to be out of texas for the summer a little bit so we we get to skip out on some heat uh just pulled into helena it's kind of misting a little bit and it's 68 so um here at uh, chase trine's place up here and he said it's 52 this morning when he got up so it's pretty a little bit different uh it'll be hot here off and on up here you know uh we've been down through salt lake it was real hot in salt lake but pretty nice up here right now well it's really nice here right now too it cooled off to 99 today so 99 <laughs> yeah it's great well at least it didn't it's, hit 100 well i think a cloud flew over or something it, it's that's all we've been is 100 it's been a hot <laughs> summer and really yeah oh well what's that at your house Schwartzy? oh it's probably what is it yeah Right at the moment, it's cloudy. They're calling for a little bit of weather here. Not much, just afternoon thunder showers. It's probably 85, 90, maybe, something like that. Not too bad. 
we're probably like Helena. It's pretty low relative humidity. So, you know, 90 here is not the same as 90 in Houston or someplace like that. So, so uh, or but, Weatherford, uh, where Ryan's from, it's humid there too. Good grief. <laughs> Yeah, for yeah me. we're not we're not quite as bad as Houston, but uh, no, definitely, definitely get. Yeah, we got a little moisture, a little more moisture than they do out west. So, yes, yes, that's cool. Schwartz, you got saddle questions. Let's hear some of your saddle questions. Well, about the only thing I could think of was was, uh, oh, I I got a customer here. I'm building a saddle for. He's was big at one time in. Uh, uh, mounted shooting circles uh-huh. won the world a few times and stuff and we were talking here a couple of weeks ago he was telling telling me and i'd heard this before uh back when joe beaver had things going and stuff and and he started roping out his shorter saddles shorter seats and how that what a huge game changer that was so you you got any backstory on any of that kind of stuff yeah i mean kind of mine might be a little bit different uh, typically my dad was a team roper, uh, and, uh, kind of my mom and stuff had more cutters. Uh, and so, uh, kind of growing up, I, I was more, a little bit more accustomed to, you know, loping around or riding around in the cutting saddle as well. Uh, I'm probably a little bigger seat, you know, as far as more comfortable wise, um, than, than a lot of people, but you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of big guys that rope real good, a lot of headers and stuff. They dang sure will go down 14 to 13 and a half inch seat. Um, they don't want to move around in it as much. Uh, myself personally, I ride a 15. Uh, I want, uh, some people want to be tied in there a little bit more. I want a little more freedom to move around, I guess, in the seat. Um, but yeah, I mean, typically speaking, I would say 14, 14 and a half for most ropers has kind of become common. Uh, seems like back in the day, I say back in the day, probably 20 years ago, I remember, you know, seemed like everything was 15 and a half trophy saddles were 15 and a half. And, uh, as they started to, people started getting more into the custom saddle deal. It seemed like they did. They shrunk down a lot. Uh, and, and it became real common. I, like I said, 14 inch saddles, a pretty common roping size saddle. Uh, for me, uh, you know, as a header, you can probably get away with a little smaller seat. You don't want to be moving around as much, uh, you know, especially head horses breaking hard and leaving hard. Uh, healing wise, uh, I want to go a little bit bigger. And, and kind of the reason I do is uh, when I heal and start letting my horse start to get in a stop, I want to be able to have somewhere to get away from the saddle horn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, two reasons. One, it kind of helps my horse stay on his hind end uh, a little bit more because I can able, I, I can kind of get back towards the, back towards the, uh, cantle and away from the swells. And two, when I do that, it opens up the saddle horn, makes it a little easier for me to dally if things are really rolling. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, if we're, if we're hauling butt and the steer's leaving a guy fast, if you're pinched in one of those little ones, sometimes you can kind of be trapped to the front and, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how big you are, or how small you are, if you're kind of trapped, up against the saddle horn, it's, you can't get your hand around the back of it. And, and so for me, heading wise, it seems like you don't get trapped as much to the front. So you can get away with a little smaller, a uh, little lower, you know, a little lower front end, even speedy back in the day, you know, he was speed Williams. He was real small seat or fairly small seat, but you know, he had a real low front end. 
and uh, you'll see a lot of times with the head and saddles they'll want uh they'll, they'll want a little closer contact a little lower front end and, and a lot of headers they'll even want a little bit taller you know whether it's a three and a half inch cantle or a four inch cantle uh that you know just to help a little bit not get blown out the back i guess as much you know when them horses really leave hard and you know you're not holding on to anything you're kind of trying to get to the front and and the taller cantle kind of help them a little bit uh, you know, calf ropers, you see it a lot with that low front end. They don't have a swell in the way when they go to get off and, and such. But uh, healing-wise, I want the opposite. I kind of want a little more swell, a little more saddle horn, and, and actually a little lower cantle. Um, to me, like I said, it gives me somewhere to go, somewhere, com- you know, it, it, it allows me to feel like I can kind of just sit back and dally mm-hmm. and not really mm-hmm. have to work to get away from the front end where, uh, you know, a little deeper pocket. Uh, you know, kind of, I want a good ground seat and something that, that, uh, when I do rope and try to sit back, it's, it's easy to sit back. And, uh, you know, you get some of those saddles that look like they're built straight down, downhill. And when they're built downhill and your legs kind of get behind you just a touch, that seems to be fine in the heading, but in the healing, when you try to sit down and your legs are behind you, it's impossible. So mm. that, that's kind of my reasoning on wanting a little bit bigger. Uh, it gives me a little more room to dally, um, and, and it also gives me a little, you know, it, it gives me a little deeper ground, a little more ground, a little more room back there to get towards the back, I guess. Have you, it, does it allow you to do the junior setback too? You know, the floppy old <laughs> hey, I'm not built to, I'm not built for that. I'm not built to pull back like that guy. That guy's big. I tell people all the time, man, that, he's a good friend of mine. He's amazing. But I'm like, no, the last thing, I mean, like I said, we all grew up trying to imitate Clay Cooper, knowing that some of the things he can do, we can't do. But I said, definitely don't try to, don't try to duplicate that guy because Junior, he's amazing, man. There's no, uh, I mean, he's a beast. He's huge. He's big. You know, he's tall. He's long. And uh, obviously, he's flexible. Obviously, I've never seen anybody touch the the tail head with their head, right? But Junior can. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't. I'd I'd have. I'd lean back on the Shetland, maybe, maybe almost get my (laughs) get back around the tail head. I promise, if I did that, the next thing to be hit was my. I'd roll. I'd do a somersault backwards out the back (laughs) end, you know. Which I I may have done it before, not on purpose. (laughs) You know, you know who we're talking about, Carrie. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah. Yeah, Junior. Yeah. Hispanic yeah. last name, and I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Andy guy. Yeah, he's awesome, yeah. man. Uh, that's cool. Well, that seems like cool. that stuff sounds that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I always, I always figured it was uh, back in the day, like you say, twenty years or, or over. Guys wanted more room around the horn, but then. Then that the the thinking changed coming out of the box. You know, mm-hmm. you're just you you saw a couple inches off of that seat length, and you're just that you're just that much that two inches or inch and a half or whatever. That's a that's a lot when you're talking about trying to trying to rope them right out of the barrier and stuff. That's that's pretty important. Yeah, every, every around tenth it, of a know, second makes a difference. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, it's the same as anything. Uh, I think the more people perfect their, you know, perfect their trade, the more, uh, you know, you can realize that having the right tools, I, I mean, Wilson, both of you guys know, you know, there are certain mm-hmm. tools you come about and it's like, man, that really made a big difference. It made my job a lot easier. And, uh, yeah. I think so, you know, as far as for me, what I do, 
you know, uh, what you guys, what you guys deal in, you know, saddles and bits and spurs, having the proper equipment between those two, you know, it makes my job, uh, easier and more efficient, you know, so knowing what I want and, you know, having the right stuff when I start, it makes a big difference. Absolutely. So how, how are fundamentals, uh, to you? They pretty important to you at this stage in your career. Uh, fundamentals. Yep. Yeah. No. I mean, I think fundamentals. Uh, you know, I, I talk a lot and I teach a lot. Uh, but to me, ha- fundamentals are are key. And and to me, having an understanding on what the basics are and what you want to do, uh, it helps you. It, I mean, it's 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 the foundation of what you build on. And so, you know, for myself personally, I, I tell people like when you're trying to teach somebody how to heal, it's, it's, it's hard, just roping in general. But, but when you're teaching somebody how to head or heal or whatever it may be, I said, healing's hard enough, you know, and, and we get all this, I, I guess, misinformation and, and I guess an overload of information, not just misinformation, just, you know, you get this from one guy and this, and, and I think we, you know, as, as uh, we, in general and in uh, life, we can sometimes get too much information and then we can kind of overcomplicate things. And as far as just, just understanding the basics and understanding the fundamentals of what you want to do. And uh, you know, people have all these pinpoints and things they want to aim at and this, that, and the other. And it's like, I mean, if you keep it kind of simple, you know, the job is to rope the horns and the feet. And so, I mean, we obviously it's, it's way easier when you put it that way, but, you know, when, when we really start to try to overanalyze it, it's kind of turns into like the 10 cup thing, you know, where people's got all these gizmos and gadgets and stuff. And, and you come up with all these things that, you know, it's, it's a gimmicky type of a deal, but basically if you have a good foundation and good fundamentals, uh, you know, it's easy to, it's easier to fix a problem, uh, than if you're just out here, just, you know, shooting blind and not really, I guess, having a good understanding of basics and the fundamentals of what you're willing to start with. And I mean, there's certain things, you know, that need to go right. Uh, but there's also just, as long as you pinpoint those right things, uh, I think, uh, you know, the job ends up done, you know, in, in the end. And as long as you're not taking shortcuts and stuff like that, uh, you know, the, the, the basics, the basics, the simpler we can keep it, the easier it is. Well, we certainly see that, don't we, Willie? With with yeah, our trades, we, people are they're overrunning their headlights. I mean, they you know reaching for stuff that they're not ready for. Right. And, uh, and with with all the information out there, I'm sure in the roping world, it's the same thing. You could watch videos all day, every day of your life, and mm-hmm. and have a lot of people, like you say, overloaded with a bunch of information they're not ready for, and. Uh, so we, we try to, I, we do a lot of teaching too. Right. So, and I, so I got a question on that, on your, um, how, how is teaching, has that changed your, you as a competitor? Has it changed anything that you've got, had to open your mouth, articulate concepts and stuff? Has that changed anything for you as a competitor? Oh, I don't know if it has competitor wise. Um, but I mean, it sure enough, when I'm, was it it made me uh you know like you said ch- change a little bit on it, it did it helped me because you know when 
I was I was lucky enough uh, when I was growing up and learning how to rope that I did get a lot of information and stuff. But I, I'm always a big fan on not uh, not just going one way or the other, not just jumping. You know, if if somebody says do something like I'm not all in that way, or if somebody says it's nope, that's not right. Go this way. I, I really do think that you know myself we can get we can get uh, a lot of good information from a lot of different sources. And just because, uh, you know, in your guys's business, it's, it's the same, you know, just because somebody doesn't necessarily rope better than me, doesn't mean that I can't get a good point from them or, a, you know, a good advice yep. from them or, you know, whether it's, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's a guy that's been building bits for two years, Wilson, and he's got a, you know, he's like, man, oh, yeah. I found this little deal right here works real good. And then it might be something that Wilson goes on. But if you're too proud, yeah. I guess, to kind of take advice or, or listen to somebody that you feel like's beneath you, it normally doesn't, it normally doesn't go very good. Uh, you know, it, 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 that doesn't mean that I haven't heard things or, or tried things, uh, that, that didn't work out. And I knew they probably wouldn't, but I, there's things I still tried, uh, but as much as anything, just uh, keeping the verbiage as simple as we can. Not, not. Uh, sometimes people want to just talk and talk and talk, and they make it almost seem so complicated. And like I said, it it, it really it, it's not easy, but it's it, it we can make it way more complicated than it actually is. And so I think you know, getting to teach and stuff. I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is that we we sometimes want to make it harder than it actually is. And sometimes, you know, we watch a kid, it's, it's like watching a kid go down the ski slopes or something, you know, it's like that you just give them the basics and they just roll right on down the hill. And, uh, you know, I said, as a, as a adult, we, we, we grow up and we want to make things harder. And we've all, I mean, we see these little kids and they pick up the rope and it's like, just put it on, you know, they figure it out pretty good. My, ne- I got a couple nephews and stuff and, and, uh, they just make it simple. And if you ask them what they're doing, they just tell, you know, I'm just roping the horns and well, it's like, it's that simple. And then we become older and we really want mm-hmm. to, uh, we want to come up with this big, long description on all these things that have to go right. And, you know, I tell people a lot of times in, in a team rope and run or just in, in anything in general, you know, we, there's, there, there's a, a set of steps that most, you know, if they all go right, it's going to be perfect, but just because they don't all go right, doesn't mean it's not still going to work out. And sometimes, yeah. uh, especially with, with roping or anything of the sort, the speed sport, uh, I said, if you're sitting here trying to go through your checklist, a lot of times you've missed, you know, you've, you've missed your opportunity. And especially with, with the healing, I tell people, you know, like when they're trying to go through this long checklist and, and the next thing you know, they're out of time with the steer and they, they miss the steer. Well, they're, they're not looking for what's about to be correct. They're, they're busy covering their checklist and trying to make sure everything's been all right up to this point. And instead of kind of looking more for the future of, of what's coming. And I think, like I said, when you, when you teach and, and you listen, uh, you know, a lot of times, like I said, especially the kids, they keep it so simple uh, they don't, they don't know they should make it complicated. And as adults, we feel like we need to get all this wealth of information. And sometimes, you know, there it's, it's, it's not nearly as hard as we want to make it. One of the hardest things I have is learning to articulate 
like we said, Carrie never gets to talk because I'm rambling on trying to sound smart or trying to articulate what it is that, I, that I'm trying to say. But I, I've thought about it an awful lot in my teaching is just just keep it simple, you know. And, and uh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but, but it, well, it's always a mission. It, it is, and I think, um, you know, there's there's certain things, but, you know, Wilson, with, with you building bits or carrying saddles, you know, there's certain things that if, if somebody comes to you and is starting to build saddles, uh, you know, there's certain things that you know, the, the foundation, like what you were speaking of a minute ago, but the foundation, there's certain mm-hmm. things that, that you do need to make sure you do right. And you do need to, Absolutely. you know, there's certain areas you need to take a little more time on. And then there's, you know, and then there's the whole next aspect and that's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to come build a first saddle. You can give me the basics and I can understand it, but until I'm really ready to, understand some of the difference in the tooling and the things like that you know the finer touches that make your guys' stuff so special you know there's certain there's certain uh there's only a, a limited number of people that can even understand some of that stuff sometimes well carrie and i nerd out on design and <laughs> we had my dad on last week and and uh, he was he gets on it and and the three of us i Thank goodness he told some stories because if we all nerd out on design, there wouldn't be but four people ever listen to the damn thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dry, but in the same way, I, you know, from watching y'all rope and the what's going on and and the roping, just like everything else, has become so specialized. And I mean, good grief, there's some guys that can rope now. And in our industry, w- with the business spurs and the whole TCA. Um, genre of uh, saddles, silversmith, and rawhide braiding. It's crazy what our industry is doing now. Everybody's doing good. You know, it's yeah. really come a long ways. Fun to see, too. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, it's like it's I said, it's good. There's so many guys. And, and it's we see it the same, though. Um, different things you guys do, Wilson, even with your workshops and, st- and Wednesdays and stuff like that. But, you know, it's, it's really easy. Uh, I don't really know. But, you know, they talked about uh, the – not the full generation ahead of me, but guys a little bit older than me, you know, they talked with some of the old guys that had it figured out, you know, per se, Mm -hmm. the team roping that it was like, it was a big secret, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and I think now people, you know, whether it's the best, whether you're talking about Cleo, whether you're talking about Rich Skelton, whether you're talking about Jade Cork or even junior, you know, they can tell you any, they can tell you everything they know and you're not going to be as good as they are. You know, you're not going to be able to do it the same way as they are. And I, that's not a knock, yeah. but I think people being more open to sharing their, their knowledge um, and their thought process, and, and I feel the same way, but that's helped the next generation. You know, we, we deal with kids all the time nowadays, and it's like somebody just, just runs over you over here at the rodeo somewhere and, and just blasts one, and you look over and like, who is that? You know, and it's like some, <laughs> right. it's another 18-year-old kid that's just, you know, just like you said, he's just – yeah, just awesome. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, Wilson, I, you can tell me everything you know about engraving, my engraving, you know, it, until I yeah. put the time and the hours and possibly, ne- probably never, you know, is going to look the same. And and that's, to me, the the thing now, I think people are more open to it. I don't know about in the, you know, in the bit and saddle building part of it, but, I you know, now there's, you know, kids hop on and they can, I, I can go on and watch Junior Nagara heal. 40 steers here in the next mm-hmm. 30 minutes if I want to. And it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to find and follow and watch. And before, you know, without as much technology and much instant 
you know, gratification, I guess, finding whatever you're looking for it, uh, you know, it used to be a lot harder to study and kind of like we said, it, specialize on something. You got all the information out there and, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, maybe before we jumped on, but commitment <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I, I have no secrets. I will absolutely tell anybody anything about how to build business spurs as good as I can. And, and, uh, uh, got Eli, the, uh, working with me in the shop now, I give him a whole playbook, right? He get his at all. And he's 21 years old and, and hopefully he, he starts up, uh, where I leave off and, and will become something incredible one day, you know, but uh, it's commitment. If you yeah. don't have the commitment, what's going to happen after that? All the info's there, but you got to well, put the work you in. Have, yeah. I mean, in, in order to be that committed to be that good at anything i don't i don't think it matters if you're playing basketball or football or no. whatever you're doing you know if if the practice hours are you know work day even with a normal job you know if work day's nine to five and you just leave there and don't think about it till nine o'clock the next morning then uh you know you're not going to excel in in anything and just you know it's the 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 extra hours uh that put in and that doesn't mean everybody's got to go work 20 hours a day but you know, the extra hours mm-hmm. put in, uh, even just in roping, you know, people think, Oh, I got up, I wrote my 50 steers today. I'm going to be good. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know what I mean? Banging 50 yeah. steers out in two hours and then spending the rest of your day jacking around, you know, playing video games or whatever. That's not going to, you know, it, I'm not saying you're not going to yeah. get in there, but that's doesn't, you know, the, the full commitment of it is that doesn't mean take time away from your family or anything else. But I mean, figuring out a way, you know, to, well, I mean, that, I mean, that could be looking at new, new bit designs from, from anywhere, you know, and stuff like that, but coming up with new ideas and stuff, it can't be just, all right, we're done at the shop at five, we're headed out. And I don't think, yeah, I don't no. think you, I don't think you excel in any, in any aspect that way. You got input, Carrie. I know you're, I know you got something on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> you know me. No, I, Wilson and I were talking earlier about, uh, oh, the, the question I have is about the health, excuse me, health of rodeo these days. And you're talking about young guys, you know, uh, sticking it on them and stuff and, and getting pretty, pretty handy younger. And, and, and part of it, of course, I think is that the information that's available to people and, but. But rodeo is kind of a, a bellwether. It seems to me like it's like an institution in America that that uh, is still intact. And uh, so, from your point of view, is it healthy? Is is rodeo an, in a good spot? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, uh, obviously, we you know as a as a roper, you know, or anybody that that has done it for a living, um, you know, you'd like to see it bigger and better. Um, but as far as healthy wise, yeah, I think it's absolutely, um, you know, it would be nice, like you said, to see it keeping pace with the upgrow, you know, of, of different sports. Um, but as far as, like I said, in general, you know, rodeos, it, it, it's, it's in a good spot. Um, you know, popularity wise, I think, you know, the one thing that's crazy for us, uh, and I think it really has been good, uh, but over the, you know, seemed like used to, there was a couple of hit and miss. You could get to watch and hang out and it was hard to follow, you know, kind of similar to similar, I guess, you know, like I said, the basketball playoffs used to be on tape delay. 
you know, I watched the, mm. the air, the Michael Jordan, uh, movie the other day. It's pretty good. And, uh, you know, but it was talking about, you know, can't spend that much money on something that's, you know, the playoffs are on tape, the finals are on tape delay. And, you know, not too long ago, we were the same way, you know, we, everybody remembers tuning in and you'd go watch the NFR, uh, and, and you'd have to wait for the end of a college basketball game or something, you know, and it's like, as soon as this regular season college basketball game is over, they're going to put play the biggest thing we've got going in our sport. And now, like I said, the coverage has gotten better. I, I really do think, you know, the, the Cowboy channel and the, the, the coverage they've got, you know, it's, it's, it's a, well, you know, with all of their, uh, you know, we can, you can watch just about any rodeo as long as they've got the, uh, you know, the arena feed going, you can watch the arena feed on just about any rodeo. And with the knowledge and stuff, you know, you get, there's a lot of people that, that have, that you wouldn't realize pay as much attention to the sport that, that contact, you know, or come up to us and be like, Oh, good run. Or, Oh man, I thought you were going to catch him last night type of a deal. And it's, you know, like I said, a lot of people watch and a lot of people follow. And I think it's made it easier versus, um, you know, we get people texting, uh, next week kind of starts fresh and, you know, people are like, Hey, we didn't see, you know, past, uh, we've only, we've kept up. We know you're at Helena tonight, but we don't, hadn't seen your schedule on Instagram or something to know where you guys are headed from this. So we can watch type of deal. And, and people really do. I think they've started to build a fan fan base and a following and, uh, it, that, that part sure enough, sure enough helps. So I do think that that's been good. Uh, you know, the, like I said, the coverage and, and, uh, like I said, just the app where people are able to keep, kind of keep up with it watch it back, you know, for, for us, you know, out here rodeo and you want to watch your steer go at the other day, we're going to watch our steer go at Cheyenne. We just pull up the app and back it up and watch, you know, watch your steer go the first time. And then, you know, it's kind of made it easy, but it's also made it, you know, as easy as it is for us to watch a run back. It's easy for somebody to, you know, if you want to watch just the team roping, it's easy to hop on. You can hop on and watch the team roping at five or six rodeos one night. And so you can kind of have a little more of a following or an understanding of what's going on versus, you know, like I said, used to, it was just 10 nights a year. We got pretty good coverage and then kind of just dropped off from there. Watch your steer run too, huh? I mean, as a competitor, you can go watch steer go. That has been yeah, that's what we watched our pretty steer back the other day. He went, our, our steer at Cheyenne the other day went early in the slack. We weren't there or weren't up, you know, weren't paying that close. We run 200 steers, it's hard to tell. And uh, yeah, yeah, same thing, hop on the deal, back it up, watch it right away. No, you know, have a better idea of it. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, stuff like that, it's, it's, I, I think it sure helped, you know, I mean, there's tons of people watch, like I said, want, you want to watch the Cheyenne slack while, you know, while you're sitting right there in the shop one morning, you only want to watch two or three people, but you can turn it on. And, you know, when your favorite people come on, you can, you know, look over, watch it real quick and go right back to work. And I think that's made sure. it easier to follow versus, you know, having to, I mean, it's hard to load up and drive to Cheyenne, go watch the slack. Yeah. Well, I, I completely agree with the fan base thing. I, I, uh, I'm not really a uh, NFL fan or a major league baseball fan, but I sure watch the Cowboys and I sure watch the <laughs> Rangers, you know, I, I'm a big fan of them. And so, uh, uh, and, and I'm not an anti fan against that other stuff. It's just me knowing the individuals on the team is very important. And right. I, I like that, right. I get, I get connected with the individual, not necessarily, or the team, not necessarily the sport. And so I, I think that's one thing rodeos always miss, like slack. Everybody tried to get in the slack. You know, nobody wants to be in the perf, get in slack and get the hell gone. And right. 
the fan fan base doesn't get to see Ryan. They had to watch me rope, right? They don't <laughs> want to watch me rope. They want to watch you rope. Well, I mean, <laughs> a lot of times, like I said, there's certain perfs that are good to go in, but if they're going to run a big slack for us, yeah. that's the best time to go. Um, it doesn't yeah. just, just the, the run is better. Uh, seems like, uh, you know, you headed Wilson. If you, mm-hmm. I mean, I went last night, we were at Preston, we were fifth out. There was three turnouts ahead of us, you know, so oh, damn. Aaron got to watch the barrier <laughs> one time ago where the guys now, you know, as far as used to, you know, you made sure you didn't break the barrier and, uh, you know, went and run your steer down type of a scenario and now that's not mm. even the case now they're trying to pinpoint no. it. i mean just blast it well you let them guys hang out and watch the barrier you let me watch the barrier 40 times i might be confused but you let them good guys watch it <laughs> the guys that have, the, the real headers they watch it go 30 times you know caleb driggers and them guys if, if you let him watch the they're barrier go 30 it. times he's gonna nail the start you know what i mean one out of a yeah. hundred times he doesn't and you right. know when those guys start getting the roles like that uh, and, and set the runs up. That's where that's where stuff gets fast. So, like you said, for us, you know, it 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 kind of it stinks for the fans a little bit, you know, that come to the perfs. But uh, yeah, the 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 slack is a lot of times our best. You know, if they're going to run a big slack, it's it's pretty good for us to get to go in it. That's cool. Well, there's Gary uh, and I mentioned this earlier. There is no event that I've ever been to that, than a rodeo that is that that is more patriotic. It's the absolute most patriotic uh, social events, public events I've ever been to. Yeah, which is I awesome. Agree. I agree. Awesome. Deal. Well, and that's the thing. If you you watch too much news and you get down about everything that's going on and stuff, and and that's you know, there's there's an erosion of trust and in institutions and corporations and everything government everything but rodeo seems like there's a lot of there's a lot of trust it seems like it's pretty high i mean the fan base is solid uh people people love it it's uh, yeah, a lot all more about positive, country a lot, a lot of positive vibes a lot less uh a lot less uh, a lot of good people a lot of positive vibes a lot of good uh i guess a lot of people grew up you know either you know in a you know, like I said, a lot of family values, a lot of kind of, you know, mm-hmm. old school, hardcore working type type people a little bit more. Um, you know, we're kind of grown up. Most of the people still in this industry, you get the random person from the city that's, you know, decided they like calf roping or whatever it is. But in general, you know, a lot of people have grown up, whether they have grown up on a ranch and, and worked cattle or, you know, worked or whether that's talking about somebody that pays up north or whatever it is, you know, they've kind of had a little bit more of a working background. So I think uh, take it less for granted, I guess, than, than some other sports, you know. But I think, like you said, I think, you know, you, you hang out and you watch too much news. Uh, you know, news, they're about the drama, the drama of the news, you know, the, the suspense and the drama mm. of the news. You know, it's the way to keep you hooked is, you know, by the by the suspense and the drama and it's not uh, i don't think they care whether it's positive or negative in the news but if it's uh if it seems like that negative uh aspect gets a lot more attention and a lot more draw and they're in the business of you know putting uh yep. putting uh putting eyes on their channel and uh, or li- you know listeners and uh you know it seems like you hear a lot of that from one side or the other the controversy kind of creates 
creates a lot of their follow following. Holy agree. Suckers. <laughs> you know, rodeo offers a, an off ramp off of the chaos of life, American life. It's a wonderful off ramp. Get off well, the they, couch and go to a rodeo. Yeah. There can be a little, there it. can be a little there can be a little drama and team roping if you mention your partner's <laughs> horse or his wife. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's definitely drama, it just might be a little less. There's definitely a little plenty less. Of, yeah, it's not all uh, it's not all uh, rainbows out here, but it uh, no. it's not a bad not a bad way to not a bad way to have it. So So you traveling with Courtney? Courtney with you? Courtney's with me, yeah. Uh, ours is a little different this year and, and possibly, uh, either going forward, we're kind of, we're getting to where we're, we're winding down, I guess, Willie, you'd say we're uh, on the, we're on the, uh, reel it in approach. So, uh, yeah, I've Courtney, uh, man, I'm a, I'm kind of a homebody anyhow. Uh, obviously I I don't like driving and I like being home. Uh, so yeah, yeah. rodeo and rodeo seems Woo. like perfect, you know, trucking can be the only <laughs> professional trucker can be the only thing I could think of worse. At least this way here, I'm an amateur, yeah. amateur trucker that gets to, gets to rope and do what I like when I get there. I don't think, you know, the competitive part, I don't think ever goes away. Um, nope. but, uh, uh, Courtney, she was a dental hygienist there. And, you know, when I was gone, the first time I made the NFR was with Jimmy Edens and me and Jimmy and Tommy and Kobe Jones, four of us went. And I mean, it was awesome. Couldn't have traded it, but every, every, if we had two days off, I was wanting to go home and it's just like we talked before. It's, it's in anything. If you want, if you want to be all in, uh, you better be focused all in and, and, here to do you know what i mean you, you better be yeah. all in when you're gone and if you're if you're out here wanting to go home you're smoked you're done and so for me yep. uh i guess 10 or 11, 12 years ago probably courtney she's she comes with me every year so if, if i'm going That's she's cool. going so that was kind of the deal uh if 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 i was gone i've got my truck my trailer dogs you know a couple of horses my wife you know, it seems like there's, I've, I've brought a lot of the things that, uh, I missed from home when I was gone before, uh, with me. And so it kind of makes it seem more like, like, uh, you're a little happier, I guess, out here and you're not ready. To, yeah. If you're looking to go home all the time, man, it's just like, oh, I don't want to go here. I, I, I'd rather not go North. I'd rather go South. And, uh, it doesn't seem like you're all the way in. And I think, I think that part's made it hard kind of with what we're doing now, uh, we've been fraternity, the fraternities, rope fraternities have been real big. And, uh, I've always kind of thought, you know, used to, I thought when I was 35, I'd quit and stay home and ride kind of AQHA horses back then, you know, and that was kind of the deal, you know, Sean, that's kind of what he did back in the day. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, Clay Logan, he's like a brother, a big brother mm-hmm. kind of figure to me. And that's what, you know, he's been, he's had great success in the AQHA stuff. Um, and I kind of always thought that's what I would stay home and do kind of now the, the rope horse fraternities, you know, in every other industry, the fraternities have kind of, I don't know if you'd say taken over, but, but you know, that they've went on from the AQHA world show and stuff. And, you know, in the reigning, the reigning fraternities are huge. Obviously the cutting fraternity has been big for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the cow horse fraternity really caught on and grown and, uh, you know, the snaffle bit fraternity is huge now. 
it's always been a big thing, but it's grown and grown and the roping's kind of caught up with that. And so for us, we're on kind of the nine month, uh, home training for dirty horses. We've got quite a few outside horses and some really good customers. And, uh, the plan was we were on the nine month home, 90 day, 90 day rodeo plan. So we left the end of June, started at Reno. I got to go, uh, to the, I went to the five big winter rodeos in Texas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, Angelo, and Austin, and then kind of stayed home and we just fraternityed. And, uh, it's been, it's been pretty good. So Courtney and I left, we've been gone oh, a little over a month now. And so, uh, it, it's been a pretty good, it's seemingly been a pretty good plan. Uh, worked out pretty good. Not having, uh, you know, everybody, customers were really good. Uh, kind of told them what our plan was going into the year and you know, we're going to leave the end of June. We'll be back the middle, middle part of September. So, uh, it, it, it's been, it made it, it kind of condensed our season, but we knew it going into it. So that was, that was kind of the nice part of actually having a plan. Well, sitting where you're at in the standings, where you're sitting 32 right now. I saw a while yeah, ago, something somewhere like that. right there. That's what I said. It's kind of different. It's, it's, it's a different approach, uh, than, than we've had before. Um, as far as we're definitely, you know, the California, the stuff, you know, there, there's a lot of good rodeos that we did skip. Um, but we kind of, like I said, a late start. The nice thing is, uh, you know, the couple that we've went to, but seems like this time of year, people are starting. You can go to 75 rodeos a year is how many you can count uh, for the NFR. Hmm. And it seems like, you know, most people right now are mid 40s and we're mid 20s. So we're about 20 something yeah. rodeos behind everybody. Uh, obviously we're making up for it. I think we're going to go, we're going to Libby, Montana, little rodeo, you know, tomorrow night up here, uh, that most people don't get to go to, you know, because they're kind of regulating their, or keeping track of their, their numbers. But, uh, it's obviously hard to make up for Clovis, California with Libby, Montana. But for <laughs> us, the, the big pull was, uh, you know, I, I don't mind going anywhere when I'm gone, but man, I hate leaving home. So, once we're out here, you know, it's pretty easy, uh, to, uh, go from place to place, but it seems like even if it's six hours from the house, it's like, man, it's six hours there and six hours back. And man, that, that part, uh, you know, if you're gone, if you leave the house and you're gone for five days, it takes just about as much prep work as it does to be gone for, uh, you know, for, for most of the summer. So for us, that's sure. kind of, that's kind of the approach we've been on. So it's, uh, we're on the, we're on the swoop in at the end approach a little bit more than more than normal Schwartzy, could you be gone for more than a week i'd probably have to throw my hat in the door and uh to see if it got <laughs> shot at before i came in uh, so. rose would be real happy with you <laughs> yeah probably not probably not well so but, so uh Yesterday, I was talking to Bo Compton. Bo's a silversmith, yeah, Ryan, yeah, and yeah. his son yeah. ropes really good. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, we're we're Bo and I are going to Emporia, Kansas, uh, middle of August for a couple of weeks to to an engraving class. Both of us got accepted into this deal. A big fancy engraver from from Vermont, Damian Conley, is going to teach a two week course. Let's just say Marlo was not real happy with Bo, and since I'm his friend that talked him into it, I was not real. I was not real. Uh, you weren't real, I was well not real high of. on her. No, I was not well thought of. That's the case. She was not happy with him. Surely, so two weeks surely, is a long time. Surely, Bo didn't throw you under the bus, did he? Oh yeah, no. I <laughs> I caught both both 
front wheels and the tandem duels in the back. I got them all. <laughs> uh, just it was Wilson's idea. Yeah, Wilson's idea. He told me. Thanks, Bo. <laughs> That's all good, though. No, well, it's like I said, it's the hardest part. Uh, the competitive part, you know, getting the getting the saddle up and run one and go head to head with the best guys. Uh, that that never that never gets old. Uh, it's the you know, like I said, the time time gone, time time in the truck. Uh, that that's the part. That sure enough, gets hard. I I don't miss that even, and not that I went to twenty rodeos a year, right? Where you're at, you know, <laughs> shot night twenty. That's all I ever did. But but it from the time that you backed in the box to the time we faced, it was the greatest experiences out there, right? I loved that, and I loved the I loved the pressure of being in the big the big arenas and everybody whether it's a slack or whatever, I always enjoyed that. But yeah. I'm just like you get up and down the road. And, and, and I was completely committed to my bit and spur world and my business. When I started roping with shot, I knew, I knew where I was at. I had made the NFR in bit and spur making by being a member of the TCA. And, yeah. and so I was, I was all in there and that's probably why we didn't do real good roping. Right. It's cause we, we weren't, we weren't totally committed like you talked about, but, uh, yeah, and that's, it, that, that, that's, that that's, travels. like I said, it's hard to be, it's, it's, it's a, if, if you're not, if you're not totally committed or you're in, you got your, you know, you're, uh, you're wearing too many hats, uh, you're going to, one of them's going to be a hobby. And, uh, yeah. you know, at some point in time you have to isolate what's, you know, what's, what's the hobby and what's, uh, what's your, what's your real job. And, uh, you know, for me, that's the thing is if I'm at the house riding Colts or, you know, four-year-olds and, you know, you take the best guys in the world, you know, junior Jade, Paul, some of those guys and they're at the house riding their best, you know, they're, they're practicing mm-hmm. on good horses for themselves all day. I don't feel, I don't feel right putting my money up with somebody no. and telling somebody that I'm ready because I, I I've been ready and I know what, you know, I know what being ready consists of. And so for me, you know, the winter rodeos are kind of format, you know, the, the, the group format, kind of the bracket style. And to me, that's kind of more like what you were talking about. It's a little more of the handle the pressure, understand the situation and execute what you're supposed to do. And, you know, when you get out here in the middle of the summer, man, you better be, you better be all in as sharp as you can be because everybody is. And, you know, once you, you know, for me, if I go, anywhere to Fort Smith, Arkansas, or a little, you know, Jackson, Mississippi in the winter, they're, they're probably better rodeos than the stuff we're going to now, but I don't feel like I'm nearly as prepared. And, uh, you know, once I'm out here, I've got just good horses with me. Uh, if I do get to rope or else I've been, you know, roping quite a bit, competing quite a bit. It hadn't been, you know, wintertime. It's probably be two weeks since I've been anywhere and I've only been roping on Colts. Man, you don't feel, you don't feel prepped and ready. And so for me, you know, just going to those few and, and getting prepared for those, it, it, it seems like I can do that. And then once you kind of get more in the summer and you kind of get more in the swing of things, you know, you're, you feel more sharp and you feel sharper and, and more prepared and kind of more competitive. And, and that seems to be, like I said, that, that part condensing it down, you know, you can actually kind of be, be prepared, but if you don't have a plan, uh, man, Not so good. no, you're screwed. Yeah. 
Hey, I never, uh, I never called and said thank you for the participation in the video. That was an awesome video. I loved it. We we can't tell Lo that I liked yours better than I did hers, but uh, <laughs> you can't, but you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> She's gonna hear. Well, it, what? So I just, I got, you know, the scenes that they put on there with you roping and being at the American and all that. Man, I, I didn't want that to stop. I didn't want to talk about the Spurs. <laughs> I want to watch you keep going. I got all into it. The music was cool. I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. So it was a great video, man. Thanks for doing that. You for bet. Me. You bet. It's awesome. It's I'm, I'm uh, gladly do it. Gladly do it for you. It was like I said. Those are. The whole process of that deal is, man, they're, it, it's cool. Like I said, uh, you know, I think the, I think the cool part about what you guys do and what, you know, you guys kind of display and carry on is that it's not that y'all are just building something, you know, boat included, you know, it's like a lot of the, the it's like, man, they're making stuff. Y'all are making stuff that's supposed to be functional as well, you know, and it's not yeah. just a, a piece of something that you're supposed to sit over here and never use, you know, uh, and, and you see that a lot of times, but you know, when you guys understand the functionality of something, because you do know you, you've had experience, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to, you know, if I've, if I've never been on the horse, it's hard to, it's hard to trust me if I'm telling you this bit's going to feel good. You yeah, know, what? <laughs> and that everybody's got complete different, uh, ideas and, 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 mm -hmm. uh, likes and, and different wants and what they want in a bridle and, and stuff like that. But, you know, having the, the background and, and making the next generation, I guess, it seems like, you know, a lot, they, they want it, they want them to be functional as well. And under understanding how to be not only, not only artistic, you know, in works of art, but also something that's functional as well. And I think that's the, that that's what makes y'all stuff. So, so awesome is how, how functional and, and usable it is, I guess. And they're meant to be used. So that's the cool thing about, like I said, about the Spurs is, is I, I, I do like them. That's what I said. I, I, I mean, they were, I feel like I told people, I feel like you'd be disappointed in me if I didn't write them. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would. And, and I, somebody the other day said, he's not wearing those. And I blew up a picture. It was in the video. And I said, is he not? And they were like, that crazy booger he is wearing them. I was like, well, yeah, that's awesome. And and to me, Ryan, like they change, right? They definitely change and they evolve. But what the change that happens on them is your story is getting put on them. Before, right. before it was just me and your mom putting it together, and and uh, you know, with you in mind, of course. But but when when the poop and the rust and the sand and all that's caked on there, and the steers that you missed and the steers that you caught. <laughs> All yeah. those, all those memories are put in there. Right. And so that's where they truly mean something. But I mean, it's the so. same, you know, and I think you guys, you know, I mean, Carrie, you'd have to agree. I mean, if somebody, if, if, if somebody brings you a saddle back and it's, they've rode it, you know, 300 times a year for 10 years and it's still holding up nice. And it, that's what it's meant to be for. You know, it's not something like a cow. Yeah. Can't believe that guy's rode that saddle at what, you know, it's, it, they're meant to be, but, but that's what makes y'all's craftsmanship so good is that they're, you know, it's, it's, it's high quality, high end, very artistic, but they're, but they're using tack, you know, it's, they're meant to, uh, that, that's how I see it, you know, of, of any yep. leather stuff like that. It's like they're, they're meant, it's meant to be used. And I think that's what probably, I mean, the first bit you built, Wilson, I know you want to build something nice, but you want to build something functional over yep, beautiful first and, and then yep. it's evolved from there.
Yeah, has to be fungus. Have to bake the cake first, and then you put the icing on it. But yeah, I agree. If your if your if your cake tastes like crap, nobody's going to eat it, <laughs> no matter how pretty the icing is. Absolutely. <laughs> so, back to the fundamentals, right, Schwartzy? Yeah. We specialize in impractical things for everyday use. Yep. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> they seem impractical, but it's for using. So. Yeah. Awesome to see see that. Did did you wear those spurs when you won the American? No, I didn't. Those on? I didn't. That's didn't. what people ask. And it's, I mean, I've that's what like, <laughs> you don't have them on, you know, especially after the video came out. And I'm like, man, yeah. I've had them. I mean, uh, I've I've worn them a good bit, uh, but no, yeah. I, I don't even know what spurs. I think I have. Uh, I don't know. I don't honestly don't even know what spurs I wore when I won the American. But I've got <laughs> I've got. Uh, Wilson knows it, but I've kind of got a bit and spur and saddle and tack collecting issue, I guess you'd call it. Um, <laughs> You're our favorite guy, Ryan. We, we love, love that. Like you. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, that's what I said. I mean, is you know, it's it's uh, you know, people want you know, I mean, I I, I want not, I like nice things, but I like nice things that are functional. You know, I've yeah. you, we've all yeah. bought bits, and it seems like some people can make some cool looking bits and uh on an argentine snaffle and and they ride terrible you know what i mean and it seems like if the, you how many often do do, do you see a guy gets to see uh some beautiful shanks and then you look and it's got a regular argentine snaffle and you pull it and both shanks come together at the bottom and it rides terrible you know and it's like man i had higher expectations for that or you know a, a beautiful saddle or something like that 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 that's uncomfortable and sits terrible or fits a horse terrible and you know figuring out how to like i said how to be top notch in the the like you said baking the cake first and then uh and then the icing yeah. on top is exactly that it's just the icing on top that if you can have something that's functional yet beautiful man there's there's nothing better well awesome times Schwartz, should we wrap this deal up or you got more questions for Ryan? No, I've pretty well exhausted it for now. He probably <laughs> wants to go get some dinner before the rodeo. And, and, uh, we're open tonight, Ryan? Yeah, yeah we're, tonight. Up right, we're up right here at Helena tonight. So I'm probably, cool. I'm not far. I'm just across town. Put the, come over here, put the horses up. We'll come back over here tonight after. And Yeah, we're uh, one more tomorrow up here. And then we've got, uh, I'm, I'm, we're kind of slow. There's nothing starts till Great Falls next Thursday morning. So we're uh, we've got uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. So four days off up here. We're gonna go go have some fun. Maybe go to the lake. Go do some stuff like that up here and kind of oh cool yeah a little bit of uh, a little bit of downtime practice a little practice probably yeah. a little bit here and there and in the morning and then go piddle around maybe go fish or do something in the afternoon. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah, kind of looking well, forward. Good luck, my friend. Good luck, my friend. I I wish you all the best. I I hope that forty rodeos you have the finals made and you can go home. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the that'd be the awesome way to go about it, right? That's the that's that's I think that's everybody's real dream. <laughs> that's everybody's dream for sure. For sure, go to half as many and get to the big show, and then you can make some money. Right? Absolutely. Well. Uh, I sure appreciate well, it. Appreciate it. Appreciate everything. You bet. Yeah. Awesome. Carrie, thank you guys. Been awesome. Yep. Been a delight.
And best of wishes uh, up there in Helena tonight and Libby tomorrow. That's beautiful country up there. Yeah, so yeah enjoy it. Thank you. If you get broke down, Carrie's in Salmon, Idaho, so it's not yeah, far I'm away not six hours away, maybe five, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, not far. Not far. Yeah, we come uh well kinda came I mean I came from Preston, so I was reasonably close to the came up to Dillon. Yeah, yeah. Probably had lunch came up Dillon. to Dillon. Yeah. So hey, we're not exactly on the way to any place. <laughs> we like it that way. That's good. <laughs> well, All right. Stay- Stay in touch, my friend. Hang on for just a minute when Carrie closes this deal out and we'll download and then we can all part our ways. It's Friday. We might, it's beer 30, right? It's time for a beer. Beer 30. It's 5 o'clock here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>